Blessings, everyone. I pray the shalom of God meets you right where you are this morning. Welcome to Crumbs from the Master's Table. I am your host, Sherry from Missouri, aka Catherine the Great, and I am so excited to see what the Lord has for us today. So please stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back. Once again, I got a hot word for you. This revelation came to me actually yesterday morning in my prayer time with the Lord and I didn't know what it was going to mean to me until that evening, but that's how God does. He will give you a word and prepare you for a later time. Check this out. So we're gonna pray and just hop right on in. Lord, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. We give you all glory, honor, and praise because this is your word, this is your truth. Our lives are yielded to the truth of who you are. Our lives are yielded to the truth of your word. We are committed to learning of you, God. We are committing to knowing your ways, Father. So today, Lord, as I begin to pour out, Lord, you you be the voice, Lord. I simply am the vessel, but Lord, let your words flow from my lips and let it reach every ear listening in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen, you guys. So I don't think we're going to have a long word, but it's going to be a right time word, okay? The scripture is coming from Habakkuk 2, and I'm going to read verse 1 through 4. It says, I will stand up on my watch and set me up on the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Amen, amen, amen. I hope you're ready for this. Word. All right. So, like I said yesterday morning, I was in prayer and this passage came to me. And we have heard it so many times. But how many times have you familiarized yourself with the scripture or with a word and yet it's lost the weight of what it really means? And we know to write everything down. Um, I'm currently working on my book that I previously told you about. And the Lord was saying that everything must be written down. Um, and I'm teaching others how to steward the things of God and I believe that this scripture right here is like the pivotal, like this is the marking place that I, I am basing even this, this point of ministry that I'm teaching people to literally dive into the presence of God. But I'm using this 
this scripture right here is literally the platform in which I'm following. But yesterday, as I was in prayer, Holy Spirit said, the just shall live by faith. We always hear the just shall live by faith, but it says the, the just shall live by his faith. His faith. And mind you, Habakkuk was prophesying, even in his time, he was still prophesying the faith of Jesus Christ. Mind you, the Old Testament was literally pointing to the new. Like everything in the old was literally just taking you somewhere. It was, it was, it was like you were on a quest in the Old Testament, but ultimately it was leading to Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came, he finished the work of God. It was literally the finishing. Him, Holy Spirit, and God were just finishing what they already started. So when he came, it was already done. And the just shall live by his faith, understanding that Jesus already came and finished the work for your life. Some of us are praying and we're asking God to do something for us, but don't you know it's already done? And I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about the day-to-day -day things that you have the ability in your own strength to make happen. But what about the things that are beyond our control? The things that we literally have no say in, but do we know what Jesus said? Do we know who he is? And do we know that when he came and he died, it was already done? Man, this, this word right here is so funny because I received the word yesterday Yesterday evening, I had to apply the word, but the revelation of it all just came today. I was like, okay, Lord, this is a right now revelation. So you guys are getting the revelation fresh off the press because whereas sometimes the Lord speaks to me and I'm like, okay, I get it right away. Sometimes it takes a little longer. And this time it was this morning. It was a right now word. The just shall live by his faith. And if we're going anything, here's the thing. If we're going through life and we're saying that we believe in Jesus Christ, we say that we're sold out for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yet we're not operating in his faith, but in our own. That something's wrong. Something's off you guys. And I told you that everything is about self-examining, seeing where, where am I? Am I trusting you, Lord? Am I Literally, am I believing your word at your word? Here's the thing, because God is a man of his word. He cannot lie. He, he excuse me, I'm sorry. God is not a man or the son of men that he should lie. So he's not like us. He's not in the flesh. He is all spirit. And yet he's incapable of lying because he is truth. He is love. He is, he's everything good. That's the God that we serve. So if we serve a good God and he's always telling his children good things, why do we allow the enemy to come in and lie to us? And I, I'm going to be honest. I felt yesterday that my test was being faith. I mean, excuse me, my faith was being tested. But even in the moment, I'm like, no, Lord, I would not deny what I know you've already done. I will not deny what I know the Lord has done. And not only did he do it, I literally felt the tangible presence of God touch me. And 
this has something to do with my personal healing. I was um, in LA at my um, at my church. I go to church in LA, but not only is is it just a church, but it's my spiritual father. His name is Papa Lo. And while I'm in this service, I literally felt the angel of the Lord touch me. And when God touched me, I knew it without a shadow of a doubt. I was touched by the presence of God. And here's the thing. I like my body. I feel good. Everything about me changed from that moment. But will you allow the enemy to lie to you? Will you allow the enemy to lie to you and snatch back your healing? Even though doctors or paperwork does not match up with what God already did. Here's the thing. God does not lie. Everything else in this atmosphere can lie against you. But with the spirit of God, you have to walk in truth and know what the Lord has said to you. Know what he has done for you. And you cannot allow outside influences or even your mind because you operated in an old season. Don't see the enemy can only suggest things to you. And it's up for you to believe the lie. And we've always heard whose report will you believe? That was like the old saying in the, in the sanctified church. And there was a song whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. But do you really believe that he said what he said or that Jesus really did what he did. Do you believe that healing is your portion? Do you believe that you really believe you really received the, the, the manifestation, the tangible touch of God? See, the thing about it is I don't care what, what anything says, because I know I felt the tangible touch of God in a moment that I wasn't even looking for. I felt it. it Jesus touched me. The angel of the Lord touched me. I literally received a touch from God. And so I was like, you know what, Lord? No, no, I will not receive a lie because I know you finished it. And not only did you finish it at the cross, but even the day that I tapped into something that I didn't even know I was going after, I wasn't looking for it in that moment, but I got it. It really happened. And some of you will literally throw away the blessings of God, the promises of God, because it doesn't look like you thought it should look. There, been, there have been so many times where I've been waiting on God to do something, literally come through. And because, because it didn't look like it was going to happen in, his time, in my time or what I thought it should do, in the past, there are certain things I have thrown away. But I'm going to be honest, I think I was supposed to, some of those. But there are certain things, and and here's the thing. When you truly know your God and you know your master, you know who you're serving. You know that there is nothing beyond his control. There is nothing beyond his reach. There is nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Nothing. Do you understand that the earth is literally like a, we, we think of the earth and the universe as being this big space in, in, in existence. But if you understand that we serve the God who created this space, we're within him. He's so big that the universe is small in the existence of his godliness. 
He created us. So he's holding the world in his hand. He holds the universe in his hand. In his hand. We say he has the whole world in his hand. Well, how about the whole universe is in his hand? But it takes up no space in him. And so we're, we're literally created by him. So if we are creation and he makes us, then what can he do? Because he has the ability to control every aspect of his creation. We make God so small and yet he's so huge. Our minds can't even fathom or even imagine the magnitude of the God that we serve. So why do we act as if sickness is hard for him or disease is hard for him or as if our job is hard for him, as if our manager is too hard for him, as if our children are too hard for him. We are his creation. And everything that we are, everything within our being is in his control. There is nothing outside of his ability. We give Satan too much credit. We give the enemy too much credit as if he's a creator and like we have to ask the devil to take something back from us. No. No. See, Satan is out here working, but understand that Satan was God's creation too. God created him too. He's not equal with God. He hasn't been here since the beginning. He was a part of the creation of God. When you know who you are, the word says the just shall live by his faith. See, that was my focus, his faith. Living by faith. And, and it says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Some of you, the reason why you don't believe what God said is because you haven't written down what he said. You don't know his word enough to write down the promises. What is your inheritance? What are you taking? See, when we write things down, we think that it says, write it down so that he may run with it. Who's running with it? The problem is we don't know who's supposed to run with the word. We're not running with the word. We're taking it with us. But when you're writing down the vision and the, the, the things that God has said and the purposes that God has literally destined for your life, when you write it down, God has sent angels on assignment to carry out his vision. They're not carrying out your vision. They're carrying out, God, out God's vision. So when they see that you are in alignment with the vision of God, some of you guys have plans and nothing has been able to take off because it wasn't God's vision. It was yours. But when you write down the vision of God for your life, whether it has to do with your health, your, your uh, spiritual growth, whatever it has to do with, when, the, when these angels see his plan, they recognize what God, they know this is God. And they take it and they run with it and they complete it. So... Some of you guys may have questions like, why isn't this working in my life? Maybe because it's your plans and it's not his. Some people, some of us are so marked by God that he won't even allow other things to transpire because he knows where it leads to. But when you have been marked by the Lord and then you carry out his plans. See, the problem is that some of our success is tied up in his plans. Our wealth is tied up in the plans of God for our life. God doesn't want a broke, a broke people. It makes him look bad. So 
You being broke, broke is only grounds for wealth. It's only grounds for God to do a miracle. But we're not just searching for a God of miracles. We're searching for a God we can partner with to carry out his purposes and his plans. Healing is a miracle to you, but it was always his plan. He's purposed healing for you. He knew before the foundation of the world that you would need these things. So it was always his plan. So it's up for us to carry it out, you guys. That is all. So Lord, I just pray right now that these words will not fall on deaf ears. But Lord, they will hear what you're saying. They will hear the revelation. They will hear the truth of your faith, God. And they will receive it today. No longer will they walk in every lie of the enemy. But they will walk in truth because they know that's the type of God that you are. You are a good God and you give good gifts to your children, Lord. And truth is a portion for us. So we receive your truth today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Crumbs from the Master's Table today. I pray that the shalom of God has met you in your homes, in your jobs, in your vehicles, wherever you are in the world listening in. And if you have a story or a testimony to tell of how this word and this, this podcast has changed your life, please email me at katherinethegreatministries at gmail.com. I would love to hear your story.